obviously the time that you are trading for time that you could be investing in yourself and in your dreams. You're listening to the Start Right Now podcast. I'm your host, Chloe McKenzie, and I'm glad you're here for the epic conversations that will take you from aspiring to actualizing your dreams. So if you're ready to get off the sidelines and finally launch your thing, you've come to the right place. Let's get started right now. Today, we are talking about creating even when you don't feel motivated. Ugh. I am living this in real time. Let me tell you. I just had a baby, another baby, a couple of months ago, and I am ready to get rid of this last about 15 pounds, I would say, to be back into my normal shape. And I've been making a lot of excuses lately. A lot of excuses, yes. Is it true that I've got a lot going on? Yes. Is it true that these babies keep me busy and running around throughout the day and they make scheduling a little bit more complicated? Yes. But is it the reason that I haven't actually done many workouts even though I'm able? No. But it's so easy to blame motivation, isn't it? I don't feel motivated to go put on my workout clothes and head to the gym and get all the weights going and you're just, ugh, so many things that you know live on your to-do list that are things that will get you the results, but you just can't will yourself to go and get them done. We often place the blame on not having the motivation to go and do that thing. We don't have a motivation problem. We have a commitment problem. We have a problem committing to do the things that we said that we're going to do, especially when status quo is so much easier, isn't it? Making change in your life is really about making a decision to set new standards for yourself. So hear me out. We wake up in the morning. There's a lot of things that are part of your day that are just routine washing your face, brushing your teeth, having something to eat. We don't need motivation to do those things. Uh, We brush our teeth because we hold ourselves to a certain standard of personal hygiene and you're not walking around with funky breath. Hear me out. Once we decide to set higher standards for ourselves in our work, in our businesses, in our creative pursuits, a lot of things start to change. So one of the reasons that people have all these goals and fail to achieve them is because we haven't actually done the work to set a new standard, like a thermostat, of the behavior that you're willing to accept from yourself, of the the pain, the discomfort, the challenge that you're willing to put yourself through on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. You haven't done the internal recalibration to become who you need to be to achieve that thing. We've got the acronym of SMART in terms of goal setting. But where SMART really fails us is it's really focused on the doing the doing, the doing. We're setting the goal, we're measuring it, we're setting a time, a realistic time frame for us to achieve them, etc. 
But what is the work that you and I need to be doing to actually become the person who achieves those goals? If you're looking to run a marathon, as an example, you're going to need another level of commitment and discipline attached to a probably pretty rigorous training schedule. Now, if you're right now in that moment trying to run and train for this marathon, but you're waking up every day saying, oh, I hate running. This is so hard. How am I ever going to get this done? What a pain in the butt. Somebody with that type of mindset is not the one that will have the longevity to complete training to run a marathon. We think that this transformation happens to people after they've completed a goal, right? So after you have become successful and you've, you know, earned six figures in your business, wow, you're going to be sharp as a tack. You're going to be this mogul with a ton of confidence and people are going to look to you as a guru. It's interesting that the cycle actually works in reverse. For you to achieve a pretty big milestone, you have to focus on becoming the type of person and having the type of mindset that a person who achieves a big business, a big fitness goal, launching a creative project, you have to first do the work to become that person before you can expect to see the results. Now, if you have a planner or somewhere already where you have laid out your beautiful goals and big things that you're working on, something else, if you don't already have this, is to sit down, spend the time actually logging and thinking about who is the type of person that can achieve this goal? What are they doing on a daily basis? They are waking up at X time. They are approaching the day with positivity in the face of adversity. They react in this way. They eat a certain way. They use their free time to work towards this particular goal. Think about the things that you would have to do and the person that you would have to become to achieve the goals that are on your list. This is a great opportunity for visualization and really just letting your mind flow free, thinking about if I was that business mogul, if I was in the best shape of my life, what would my day-to-day look like and what type of attitude and mindset would I have to have about putting in the work and getting stuff done? We fail in our goals because we fail to become the type of person that achieves those goals, not the other way around. A great book that I read years ago, it's called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. And it's about how to win your creative battles. And yes, he does position it as a creative battle in terms of how to put your best and most creative work forward. And it was a book that really stuck with me. Anyone who creates anything should have this book as part of their library. But he talks about the distinction of the amateur versus the professional The amateur is the one that's waiting for inspiration to strike, waiting for the muse to appear for them to actually create or write or paint or execute versus the professional. 
professional writer or author or speaker and they have a set time, they have a set room, area, they protect this window of when they're going to sit and commit to working on their craft. Whether or not inspiration strikes is irrelevant. What matters is you're taking your art seriously. And in the moments where you are facing this resistance of, oh, it's going to be hard. You don't let that defeat you. This is part of the mindset I was talking about. Take your art seriously. Take your goals and your dreams seriously. As seriously as you commit to going out on a Saturday night, having a regular drink at home, watching a a movie every other night, or binging on a Netflix series, take it seriously. The time that you are trading for time that you could be investing in yourself and in your dreams because irretrievable time is flying. Another reason why we're challenged with meeting our goals is really because we don't have a plan. It's often so much easier to close your eyes and see the picture of what happens 50 steps from now when you've achieved the thing. You're on stage at your performance and you've just killed it. Your business is selling out products and you're on stage speaking to other entrepreneurs about it. It's so easy, so much easier to have this fleeting dream vision of the end. But we spend so much more time on the steps in the middle. And they certainly don't look like a, a nice diagonal line up from you know the start to the end. It's going to be full of highs and lows and twists and turns. Do you have a plan with how you're going to face the biggest challenges on your journey? Do you have a plan for what you're going to do when you just don't feel like posting on social media about your business? Do you have a plan for what is required at steps one, two, and three? Do you know what it's going to feel like to produce the ugly first draft, to create the first version of whatever it is that you're doing? In the process of working towards a big goal, I don't know if this resonates with any of you, but... In today's world where we have so much access to information, and especially I feel like there's so much pressure for everyone to be a marketer, right? There's a, the concept of having a personal brand. Social media is obviously everyone's highlight reel of all the, the things that are going really great in, in their lives. And people are pressured to have this glossy, beautiful profile of curated imagery and quotes and whatnot. There's such a pressure to have it all together and to market and package everything that the resulting behavior is there's a lot of pressure to research, 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 find solutions before you actually do any work and take action and test because there's a pressure for it to look good the first time, to be executed perfectly as it's launched. Versus going through that awkward phase of producing not so great work, that awkward phase of iteration. So we have an idea here. I'll use an example of myself in in real time. Hey, I want to start a podcast. What do I got to do to start a podcast? 
So you go down the hole of, okay, starting a podcast, recording, what equipment do I need? Okay, then I need cover art. I got to get a logo. What are my colors going to look like? How does it how does it get streamed? Do I need to also put this on, on YouTube and have a, a secondary place where this content is going to be living? You know, do I want to put paid ads behind this? All of these different things that are so far down the rabbit hole and are probably at steps... 10 through 20 in my podcast journey. It's so much easier to research, 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 and then you come out feeling overwhelmed. Like, oh my gosh, there are a hundred steps for me to do a podcast. No, there aren't. Here are the steps. Get a microphone, record audio, publish it on a podcast hosting platform. Voila. (laughs) In its most basic form, we could get the job done, but there's so much pressure to have it wrapped and polished and have 20 million steps accompanying the thing. And in that way, we research, we procrastinate, and we don't actually spend the time creating and doing the one action today that can move the needle for you. If I'm launching a podcast, I could spend all night brainstorming topics, making outlines, looking up people in my niche that could be guest hosts. And at the end of the night, I've got a lot of ideas and I've actually not done the one thing that gets me closer or the closest to publishing an episode. And that's taking out the dang microphone, speaking into it and hitting record. If you're trying to achieve something new, great that you know what the beautiful end goal looks like when you're famous and rich and just conquering all the things, but really focus on steps one, two, and three. And the single action today that's going to move you forward into the next stage of your goal. So stop researching right now. Stop researching. Start creating. Stop consuming Start creating, start writing, start practicing, start mocking those things up. Take action. And don't worry if it's not perfect, if it's not the most final version of what you're comfortable enough to share and publish, but take the action that you know will put you one step closer to that goal. If you don't take your talent seriously, nobody else will. You set the standard for yourself. You set the standard for what you are able to accomplish. Momentum comes after. Motivation comes as you start to see results and the cycle is gonna feed itself. Start right now. Start right now.